Let's go, girls. Gents, episode three, Beverly uh, Fantasy Bulletin coming at you with my boy Matty Ice. What up? We're uh, we're down in the studio and making sure you guys are uh, staying entertained. Oh, that's right. This is uh, yeah, like Gordo said, uh, week uh, episode three. Pumped about this week's app. Love and having Shania bring us on home. Yeah, a little country or, for the boys. Yeah, exactly. Get us get the blood flowing, you know? We got a good week coming up, too. Yeah. Last week, I think, was decent. I don't think we had any fuck-ups. Ran a little long. Yeah, you know what? But no one no one complained. Yeah. Not one person complained about the extra length. I think it's... Uh, There's a little bit of grumblings, yeah. I think, maybe. But well, whatever. whatever. You can you can listen to it in three parts, two parts, <laughs> two, whatever you want. Yeah, you shut it off. You could stop yeah, it, and it starts it at the same time. Totally. And you know what? Like... Uh, last week was pretty, uh, our league focus, we should say. Mm-hmm. Obviously we had to cover the draft. Uh, that was important to the boys. Um, this week, well, obviously we'll still have an N40L focus, but we're going to start Broadening it off. our horizons. Yeah. You know, trying new things, broadening our horizons. Yeah. Great. We got lots of good new stuff coming down the pipe for you boys. Today. Yeah. That was uh that was a decent segue, Gord. We're going to jump into a new site. Oh. Uh, we forgot oh. to say what's up to our sound uh, tech and oh, producer Teddy Bonner. How disrespectful! Wow. Yeah. That was oh, Matt's job. That, that was, was in a, my job, and I fucked up. I can't believe that. Sorry, Ted. Teddy's you know keeping us uh, keeping the sounds tight, and we had some major fucking technical difficulties just before we started recording this. Yeah. Just when we, you think you got to figure it out, we're battling, <laughs> and we look like fucking <laughs> Hansel and Derek <laughs> in fucking Zoolander. <laughs> Ripping on that fucking computer when they're trying to get the files in the computer. We're idiots. Like, we can't. We're not tech guys. Especially not me. I'm a gut guy. Yeah. You're a show up with a pack of smokes guy. Yeah, exactly. And Matt, you figure everything else. <laughs> yeah, out. Matt's pretty much got to do everything else. <laughs> Which I'm fine with because we know uh, we but, love doing it. Yeah, we love doing it. And great segue into the the start of our pod. We're getting right into it. Yeah. Matt's idea. Yeah. With... A text-in segment. Yeah, so basically we let a few, let the guys in the league know and a couple other buddies know that we'd be recording tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, they sent in their questions throughout the day. Uh, we have not filtered any. We, we're going to try to cover them all. Um, some in depth, some not so much. Yeah, we um, might go quick. Yeah, exactly. Probably um, should go quick so it doesn't run for another hour and ten minutes. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys for, uh, sending in these questions. Um, so yeah, we'll jump right into it. Uh, basically, uh, John 
John from Stony Plain wrote in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny from Stony Plain. <laughs> yeah, Stone Land. I make <laughs> I make stones. I live in stone. <laughs> Uh, texted texted in and he had a question for me actually and he said and I'll get to another one he started with how do you feel about Josh Gordon going to the hated Pats and do you think the Patriots will be able to set him straight like they've done with so many other players in the past um, we also had another follow up from a buddy of ours C-Rob Chris Robinson uh, and kind of along the same lines thoughts on Pats picking up Gordon do you guys see this as another reclamation project like Moss was back in the day um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the, when I first heard it, obviously crushed, uh, for those that don't know a week, a week before the news broke, I ordered Josh Gordon's Jersey <laughs> online, uh, instant regret. Yeah. Instant regret. Uh, hopefully, hopefully fanatics will take a, a refund, a refund or an exchange. But anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, I was a bit bummed. You know, we've, we've stuck with Gordon for a while. A while being six years. Giving him every opportunity. Every opportunity. That a, that a franchise could give somebody because they knew how dangerous he was. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's it, Gordon, you know what you're getting, uh, and which is unreliability. <laughs> but uh, the Browns stuck with him. So my initial reaction, I was mad. I was pissed. Um, you know, because it came out that they were going to release him and that it was coming on Monday. Obviously, good for them to do it, make other teams aware. Um, but I was mad at the Browns, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was stupid. Finally, you waited this guy for this guy for so long. And finally in week two of the year, he's finally back healthy. You cut him or trade him, which ended up happening. Um, but upon reflection, a few things popped into my mind. Well, first off, more news broke about what actually went down. So Friday night before their game on Sunday in new Orleans, Josh Gordon hires his own, has his own film crew show up to the team <laughs> facility. And I don't know if uh, the Browns knew about it or cleared it, but I guess he's been documenting on his own his quote-unquote comeback. And so he was doing... Comeback season. Yeah, comeback season. Fuck, Money Man's <laughs> all we need. Oh yeah, riding pine in Montreal. Anyways... He hires this, they're following him around. I guess he's running half routes at half speed, um, you know, doing a bunch of shit for the photo shoot and ends up pulling his hamstring or hurting his hamstring there. Uh, so obviously red flag. I mean, the guy definitely has struggled with his substances, his, you know, alcohol, whatever have you. But a, a Joe Thomas said it best in a tweet. You can, he can be recovered and done with the drugs and the beer and all that shit the alcohol but you can't fix a guy's decision making no the you guy, can't the guy's 27 years old so regardless if he's using or whatever he's still going to be making poor decisions so at, at at what point do the browns say enough is enough this is this is it so i'm, I'm kind of on i'm kind of okay with it i should say do i think the browns are set at receiver god no i think they just hurt themselves drastically but Maybe Antonio Callaway steps up. Who knows? He has to. Has to. Really doesn't have a choice. Higgins isn't doing yeah, that. and it, they ain't signing Dez. They signed Rod Streeter as a backup wide receiver instead. So I think, I don't know. I think the Browns are in, in tough a bit, but at the same time, it, it is going to be tough seeing, seeing him go to the Pats. Yeah. And if there's an organization that's going to be able to get the most out of a guy that's, that somebody's quit on, it's Kraft by far that. Kraft and Belly. It's and the honey. Tom Brady's throwing him the ball. Exactly. He can be 
dangerous. Oh, big time. And the last time he's had a big downfield threat was Randy Moss. And Randy Moss went crazy that one year for him. It was insane. So the pers- from on a personal level, I'll always like Josh Gordon. I hope he does well in New England. For him personally, I don't want the pass to do well. So it kind of tears me up, basically. Yeah. Well, um, it would suck. It would suck. So thanks for uh, that question, C. Rob and Johnny. The next question we're going to tackle is from Shane for Gord. Uh, Shane writes, after watching two weeks of Eli, <laughs> do you think the Giants made a mistake picking not picking a quarterback at number two in the draft? Uh, I think they, I mean, they did and they didn't, right? Because when you have a player that comes around like Barkley, I think you got to take him. Like, quarterbacks come around. You know, this was a great quarterback class. Right. I thought this, yep. that this one come around. Those come around. Say they want to give Eli... Yeah, but how often? They're comparing this one to, like, not saying, obviously, down the road, but they're saying it was deep enough to be considered with the 83 draft yeah. when Elway went and all those other guys. I, I, I don't know. I think, like, if you're chancing it, like, there's years where the best quarterback available is fuck... You know, it's between Jameis and Marcus Mariota. You know, yeah, there's no one true. else after, right? Yeah. Or you look at those years where Jake Locker was taken in the first round by Tennessee. Like, everybody's like, well, he's the best quarterback available. Yeah, but he's shit compared to the last 10 years. You yeah. Know? I think they probably should have took Sam Darnold. Okay. Because a, a franchise quarterback gives you 15 years. A franchise running back gives you six. Unless you're Ten, Adrian, yeah. Adrian Peterson. or. 25 if you're Frank Gore. Yeah, 25 <laughs> if you're Frank Gore. Finn up. So, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I <coughs> later in the season I'm probably not going to regret it because I know he's probably going to have some sick plays and the Giants fans are going to be fucking jacked. Yep. In three years, am I going to regret it? Probably. I'll probably be mad. Why the fuck did they draft this guy? Yeah. While when, Darnold's, while playing, Darnold's playing in the same building yeah. and slicing it up. Yeah. Looking like a 10-year pro. Looking like a 10-year pro. But whatever. Okay. All right. Fair answer. Yeah. Hopefully. Question, uh, what's question three? Question three. Um, John, again, clearly this guy needs <laughs> a hobby. Something to do. Something that he likes other than stone. Uh, he says, for us, in terms of our league, best guesses as to who you think might win um, and who is going to lose this year after the first two weeks. So the winner of the league and the loser of the league two weeks in. Well, I think to judge <clears throat> two weeks in is a little bit is a little, little bit premature. Okay. Because the year, and I'm just speaking from my own experience because generally I have shit starts. So last year, last year I only got four wins because I had no first, second round pick. My own decision fucking sucked. But the year before, I, I went took Rogers with your first. Yeah, one. I had to. <coughs> the year before, I went zero and four, and then didn't lose again until John fucking beat me in the playoffs. I've never heard that story before. Thanks for sharing that. So one. I don't think you can judge that quickly, but obviously if you're going to take a quick look, I think Johnny is going to fucking lose. Okay. And I think Chris is probably has a really strong team. Chris or Feldman, I yeah. think will win. Yeah, I think, uh, man, that's crazy. We didn't even talk about this before. Basically, I'm going to keep it pretty bland. I think I think Johnny, Johnny's got a team that, that could be good, but they're just not playing good. So maybe, maybe to stray a little bit, I think Kellen... 
Kelvin already grasping at straws two weeks in. <laughs> he knows that he drafted a weak roster. Tough break for the for the fucking defending champ. So what a story that would be from the penthouse to the shit house, you know? From the penthouse to the shit house. Yeah. That could be so I'll take Kellen going last place. Uh and first I I, I think it's gonna be Oh easy. We're in a fucking recording session. I know, I got and this an guy's ad pulling up YouTube. Videos. No, I got an ad coming up on my soundboard. Oh yeah. Yeah, guy guy was oh shit. Guy was too fucking cheap to spring for the two dollars and fifty cent app, so he's using the free one. Just just so we're all aware. Um anyways, and then my winner, I think it's gonna be Chris. Chris has a very deep team. Yeah, he's good. uh he's looking real good. He's looking good. Yeah, real good. Uh yeah. Good question, John. Good maybe question, John. maybe a bit early, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't skip questions here at the oh, BFB. Oh Jesus! Holy crap! This guy. I, oh, I'm not God. using the soundboard. Yeah, you app. can't use I'm your soundboard. Math. Yeah, maybe it's spring three bucks, buddy. Okay. Price of a coffee. Okay. Uh, next question up from Scott, all the way in Seattle. Thanks for being a loyal listener. Apparently, uh, no malt liquor there, buddy. Oh yeah, no malt liquor <laughs> in there, man. That's bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I looked at five stores and I talked to two managers and, and it's not in Seattle. I don't know. <laughs> Go to fucking Renton, buddy. Yeah. Where where did, was he saying? Tacoma or Everest? Tacoma, like, you can yeah. find some dirt liquor there. Uh, man, I don't know. No excuse. Regardless. Question. I expect you to be driving state lines to pay yeah. your debt, buddy. <laughs> if you if you end up in Wisconsin, if you end up in Montana, so be it. Idaho's close. Yeah, exactly. Can't go there to you Spokane, go. Coeur d'Alene. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Coeur d> <laughs> Casino. <laughs> All right. Okay, the question is, is $33 too much to spend on Devonta Freeman, who hit our wire this week? Somehow. Somehow. Secretly. Uh, and his... So we should read it, because he actually phrased this question very well. He said... $33, too much to spend on Freeman? I mean, Julio, do you think you are anyways? <laughs> Question mark. So, this is in reference to Shane, whose team is who you think I are. Who you no. think you are? I am. I am. Yeah. And which is a good name. Which is a good name. But the weird thing about this question is Scott said, Do you think 33 bucks is too much to spend on Devonta Freeman? Guess who dropped him to the wire? <laughs> the same guy that asked the question. Scott, so, what are you doing, man? Scott, he is a top 10 player at his position. He is out for two or three weeks. And we have an IR spot. Exactly. But he, he wasn't IR. He oh, was out. Oh, he was out. Yeah. Or sorry, Scott, out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. He is a premier player at his, at his position. And you dropped Wild him. Wild move. Dropped him. He was out. I didn't even realize he was on the wire. I don't scroll that far fucking down because normally I like to look at the trends. I like to see yeah. what, what's trending. You know, guys are going with their gut. I like that. Your hunches don't tell you so, to scroll down further. So <laughs> my, I'm looking at trends and I look at ads and nobody's fucking adding Devonta Freeman because he's fucking owned in every league. Every league. 100%. So Who why doesn't own him? Why wouldn't... Why, oh, man, Scott. I liked your team, Watson. That was a silly managerial move. That was... Yeah. That you're going to regret that one. Trust but me, buddy. But your team is still strong. You fucking whooped Kellen this Oh, week. crush him. We'll get to that in a while. Yeah. Kellen, oh. I cannot wait to go in on Kellen. Oh, I have either. to say, genuinely, I am looking... That is my highlight of this uh, pod skeleton. I cannot wait. It's going to yeah. be great. But interestingly enough, so Shane buys him off our wire... $33. We get 100 over the course of the entire season. 
Um, he he wasn't the only guy that bid thirty three bucks. I looked up the the bids and Chris went thirty three on him too. And the only reason Shane got him was because he was number one on or higher than him on the waiver priority list. Yeah. And like to be honest, I put twenty four on him, and I'm pissed off that I didn't drop forty on him yeah. because can you imagine? If you've got, like, for me, I would have had Saquon, Joe Mixon when he's healthy, Mark Ingram coming off suspension. Oh, yeah, and then Devonta Freeman as a fourth running back. What a trade chip. Yeah. Or if one of those guys gets hurt, you're you're stacked. Yeah, so I good. really like the move on Shane's part. I don't think he's going to have any buyer's remorse. Uh, Freeman is a dirty bird, and that's yeah. all that needs to be said. Yeah. Okay, uh, the next question comes in uh, from our buddy Drew, goaltender to the Cougar Collision Flyers, although he hasn't played one game this year. Tender hammy or groin. Yeah. Get better. Hashtag get better. Um, He asked, how awful is this trade? And he's referring to his own league. Julio Jones was traded for Jordan Howard straight up. What are your thoughts? I don't think it's that bad. Because Julio, I mean, he had a bad year last year. Who's to say what he's going to do this year? What I don't even know. I haven't checked his numbers because I don't have him on my one of my teams. But Julio had three touchdowns last year, all year, all year. Because I remember they showed the stat on the Thursday night game when AJ had uh, three in the first half. They showed the comp, the comparison, obviously. But I don't know Julio. I don't think he's had a tough start. Matt Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. Yeah, I played well last uh, week. Went off last week on someone's bench. Um, but you know, regardless, he still went off. Let's just look up Julio's numbers right now. I, I personally think if you're getting Julio, you're getting a top three to four player at that position is Jordan Howard in your eyes. No, a top three or four player at that position. But I value but, running backs a little higher. Yeah, that's true. It depends on what, uh, what you have and how you value your players. I tend to value the running back as well, uh, a little bit more, um, but yeah, and you don't know. It's it's tough to say blind, not seeing both of the rosters that they're going to. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I'm I'm not upset about it. I just think whoever got Julio got the better player, obviously, yeah. and is going to be happier in the long run. Uh, Drew also had a secondary question for us, and this is in regards to his own fantasy team. We uh, we also appreciate you trusting us for fantasy advice. Oh yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter at uh, at Matt's F N T S Y stats and uh, Dick's uh, F N T S Y picks. Dick's fantasy picks. Looks yeah. up. Have not tweeted in two weeks. <laughs> A couple weeks. So uh, we'll That's, get on it. We yeah, we, yeah. we got to get we busy got guys. up that game. Busy guys. Yeah, busy guys. Uh, anyways, Drew said, "Do you think I should hold on to Doug Baldwin and Russ Wilson, or is it time to trade? And if I do trade, what should the value be?" Value is low right now because on both on both Russell Wilson has zero O line and he is getting fucking sacked and beat up out there big time. He got sacked six times last game. Yeah, actually against the Bears, which have a fucking sick pass rush. Yeah, Leo Mack. But they're le- they're they're league worst. They've allowed twelve sacks in two games. They're turnstiles, man. Second worst is the Giants. Second worst is the Giants. That's right. But like, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Pete Carroll came out. You know, <clears throat> I don't. I didn't see the clip. I read it. Probably, I assume, smacking his gum, wearing dad white Nikes. Um, and he <laughs> said, and he was quoted as saying, "Our protection is better than it's been." 
Absolutely. What? Not. Like, either he's trying to downplay it in the media, which is most likely, or he's delusional and he's lost it and he's too old and he needs to retire. And when he retires, who's Nigel going to cheer for? Because we all know Nigel doesn't cheer for the team. He cheers for the coach he likes the most. He cheers he, for Pete. He cheers for Pete. He's done it in, in uh, hockey. Oh, who does? Who did he like? I want to say Tortorella. Oh, Anyways, he probably did like Tortorella. Somebody with a little pizzazz, you know? Yeah. Gets Nigel's fires going. Some Mike Keenan guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This Seattle team, you know, you talk about the offense. I don't offense. think you can trust it. No, and you talk about the offense being it. bad. Legion of Boom. Okay, so since since they went to the Super Bowl against the Pats and uh, and lost, I think it was 28-24, the only people left from that defense are KJ Wright, Bobby Wagner, and Earl Thomas, yeah, all who didn't play on Thursday, but like who's who's playing D for them other than the Griffin twins, our brothers? I don't know if yeah, they're twins. Shaquem. I don't think they're twins. I think they're just brothers. Shaquille and Shaquem. Yeah, Shaquille. Oh yeah, Shaquille. Yeah, but Not like Shaquem. Sha- <laughs> oh well. Yeah. We'll have a fu- <laughs> we'll have a fuck it up for next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shaquem. <laughs> uh, okay. So I don't know. No. I I personally getting back you? to okay getting back to Drew's question. I think Doug Baldwin's been not 100%. He is Russ's safety blanket. Uh, he looks for him when he when he needs to. Although Mr. Will Disley is coming out of nowhere. Ginger beard assassin. Yeah, another uh, white guy. Oh, yeah. Just, you guys should see the chub growing in gorgeous jeans thinking about <laughs> Will Disley. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think, I think you keep Russ. And, but, I mean... I don't know. I probably I, I don't know even know if I would get rid of either of those guys. It depends on what you're getting back, and if you're trading them, like you're obviously not going to just drop them. Yeah, my advice is it's week two. It's yeah, a long let season. it ride out. Ride it out for a bit. If the O line keeps playing like they do, I think yeah, then you'll have to you'll to have to start looking something. elsewhere. And you know, be mindful of of when you do it. Uh, if you let it ride for a couple of weeks and guys start seeing how shitty the offense is, if it continues. Then obviously the value is going to get lower. Take a look so, at Sam Darnold; he's probably on your wire. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, <laughs> biggest Darnold guy. I'm a Darnold guy. God, that's tough. Okay, um, this is uh, this is one coming in from Stu for Gord. Uh, he says, and I quote: "What's it like being the softest guy living in Rundle Heights?" <laughs> <laughs> the softest guy, yeah. living in Rundle Heights, yeah. Uh, well, I'm also the unofficial mayor of Rundle Heights, so my power is a little bit more, you know, behind the scenes, right? I don't need oh, to have it. that Being intimidating you know, ivory tower. Yeah, I'm an ivory there. tower guy. <laughs> I'm looking down at I don't everybody else. With the in peasants, eh? No, man, no, fuck. So that. you got soft because you're in isolation or what? Yeah, that probably <laughs> it, it made me less hard not in the streets. <laughs> Just hanging with the cats. <laughs> the cats and the fucking dogs. Uh, yeah. The fucking petting zoo of Rundle Park. Oh, man. It's, oh, uh, no, man. it's actually pretty fucking nice, Stu. All right. I have a nice spot right across from the Rundle Park disc golf course. Yeah. You want to talk to the folks about how the last couple of days have gone for you? No, no, no. Oh, well, that. modest over yeah, here. Modest. But, uh. Four over par, yeah. two days in a row. Not Whatever, bad, Stewie. not bad. Uh, you know whose ears perked up when he heard the word cats was our buddy Kel. <laughs> oh, just loves the kitties. Hey? Oh, yeah. Oh, just a cat guy. That's a good question. Oh, loves the lions. Yeah, great question from Stu. We kinda, I, I kind of like going off the board. That's the fun part. Uh, okay, um, next question is from 
uh, Shane again. And he asks, what are your feelings on Maroon 5 being named the Super Bowl halftime act? I think it's weak. I think they could have done way better than Maroon 5. Oh, buddy. <laughs> it is brutal. Yeah. It, like, I'm waiting for them. Like, like, oh, I don't know. It's CFL. It's a CFL. It's a CFL halftime <laughs> show. Half-time but show. Didn't, have to, didn't they have Bieber and Carly Rae Jepsen one time for the halftime show? Where? NFL? No. CFL. CFL. Yeah. That's that, not a bad lineup, Carly that, Rae. I don't know. That's big time. I but no, the Super Bowl, like, fucking Michael Jackson fucking plays at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Played. Sorry. Janet Jackson shows a titty at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, Justin Timberlake. Not fucking yeah. Adam Levine. Adam Levine and his sweet tats and, oh, God. I don't know. No, he's a dud. I think it's a shit. I think it's shit, obviously. Um, although that Cardi B song they have <laughs> is... You know, like, I could listen I think it to it. It's Beyonce. catchy. But yeah, well, Beyonce's not going to hook up with Maroon 5, let's no, be honest. No, I know, but it should just be Beyonce. Yeah. Um, okay, here's here's a, just a little add-on, Gord. If you could name, if you could choose uh, a Super Bowl halftime act, what, who would it be? That's tough, because you got to appeal to the masses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lady Gaga was good. See, I was thinking of all in a different route. Like, I'd, I'd want to pick somebody I'd want to see, you know? Like, if it were me, fuck. It would be sweet. A bit of a hip-hop guy. I would love to see Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. He and could play a Super Bowl. He could, sure. but the thing is, like, he's a wild card and they would never do it. No. Like, I could see Kendrick no. Lamar doing this, like... You know, politically you think based. Think is going to be like, yeah, yeah. let's get Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, and here. then on the last song, he pulls out Kaepernick wearing his own jersey, <laughs> his old jersey, taking a knee. Oh, I would love that, but it's not going to happen. No. Um, but of like the pop pop people, who I'd like tough. to see maybe like Bruno put on a show when he Bruno did was it. good. Yeah, it wasn't Bruno bad. was good. Cold. But yeah. Beyonce would be great. I think he. I think Beyonce was on it like a couple years ago. Yeah, but like, is, there's Fucking no have her again. There's no limit to Beyonce. No. Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce, like, that'd oh be yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that would be good. Yeah. So there's oh. okay. There we go. Uh, this question comes in from Tay, uh, uh, Boston boy, through and through. <laughs> yeah. He asks us, "What are your thoughts on the Cowboys' new look defense, aka the Hot Boys?" <laughs> And that, and he's referring to uh, Demarcus Lawrence's Instagram photo of the defense posing, and, <laughs> and Sean, Sean Lee, Lee is in the on background the, on the far right, hanging on to hanging that photo, on. barely. <laughs> I don't Fuck, think this is funny. God, apparently, they look so apparently, scary. Apparently, they he's just an associate with the Hot Boys. He's not a full fledged Hot Boy quite yet, buddy. If you got a first name, if your first name is Taco. You're definitely a hot boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Ta- I love their celebration because whenever he gets a sack, he pretends to make tacos, and all of his yeah, all, all of his teammates come up and tacos. grab one. Oh, I love that. I love that. And they looked fucking good against yeah. the Giants. Oh, oh, <laughs> they looked good. Oh, they could. They could honestly. It was. It. It was like the fucking subway system in New York. Oh, turnstiles. Oh. T- in a thunderstorm. Yeah. Out of control. Broken. Broken mechanics. Terrible. Oh, Eric Flowers, man. I like God, you and guys they, gotta cut your losses. I don't with get him. it. I don't get it. Like they signed Nate Solder. They got this new center, this Jalapio. Yo, he and broke Will his it, leg. Oh. He fr- he broke his leg in that game, so that doesn't help. Yeah. 
Will and, Hernandez. And Will Hernandez should be a beast. Will Hernandez should be classified like a, as a fucking machine-animal hybrid. He's an anamorph. He's a freak. But there, have you seen the guy? Fuck, he is. Oh, he's it's, massive. It's, he's huge. He looks scary. Would not want to run to him. But no. other than that, you know, the you ho- can look scary. But yeah. if you can't walk, if you can't, then you're if no you can't play, and yeah, like, oh, I got pass protect. Start. Doesn't help that old man Eli's just sitting back there. No, he's not moving. Eli face intact, scared <laughs> as hell. Oh, man. he was ready to retire. Yeah, and after if, that hit. Oh, if you haven't seen the photo of him getting up. <laughs> From that game, helped up. Helped up. <laughs> Not oh, getting up. He was proto- getting helped up by two people. Prototypical Eli. <laughs> that guy, yeah, and nervous. <laughs> Real but good. yeah, you know that being said, they probably should have <laughs> fucking drafted Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, getting back to Tay. Uh, Hot boys look good. Hot boys look good. I like the uh, their secondaries impressing me a bit. To be honest. To do be a woozy, man. That guy <laughs> yeah. coming out of Colorado it took a few years, but boy, it's paying off. He looks good. Yeah. Um, okay. Hot boys are good. Is that what, you got any more questions? We have one more question, actually. And this question comes to us uh sorry, comes to us from C Rob, Chris Robinson. And it's directed for Gordon. It says, Gord, when are you getting rid of that mop? <laughs> oh, I love the non football questions. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I am getting rid of the mop, but drunkenly on Saturday, after my buddy's wedding, we thought it'd be a good idea if I cut it, or waited, and then cut it for cancer. Because I think my hair has to be three inches longer, or something like that. Three inches longer? Wow. And then you can donate the actual hair, which I don't know who is really going to want my hair. (laughs) But you can donate it. Like, they could probably make half a wig out of what I got. Buddy, you need a full bottle of horse shampoo to get that thing straight and ready for a chop. Yeah, so if I cut it, I was thinking about trying to raise about 2500 bucks. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. Like with going to do the, a bar night? No, no, no. Like, I think an online thing would work better. And then when I hit the goal, hopefully that's at the same time, and then we fucking buzzer off, and it'll be gone. Thank God. Oh, like, you're totally going... Well, I think you have to. Like, chop the whole thing right down the root. Yeah. I don't think I can go back to, like, the slick. Oh, yeah. I think they need it. Especially with my head of hair, they would definitely need every little strand they could get. (laughs) For sure. Oh my god. Well, you know what? We were going to do it later in the episode, but I think now's the time to do it because we're we're on the topic. Uh, We're going to hit up our chirp of the week. Um, And hands down, easiest pick ever. Uh, Winner is Nigel Harrison. So to give some context to this, in the group chat we were talking about Gord's name. Basically, he was calling out Feldman, who who renamed his team from the Girly Girls to the Curls for Girls, which is just as bad. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but whatever. At least he, at least he's, he's listening to the pod. And he's trying. Respect Feldman, and you came to my defense later on in the week. So Matt, stick together. <laughs> um, but anyways, we were talking about, and so Nigel out of nowhere, this Gord had directed his his. Anger, I don't know, frustrations, <laughs> sass. What it what was I it? don't know what when I said weak? Yeah. That's all I said. He changed his name, he said blah blah blah. 
And I said, it's still weak. Right. That's all I said. Right. And then out of nowhere, Nigel, who's gone, gone to school with... Oh, Nigel did not come swinging. Nigel came <laughs> with a fucking long-range sniper rifle and put your face in the scope and sat there and whistled a little tune and slowly pulled the trigger because he annihilated you. I can't believe this. He writes, coming from the guy with hard hat in his name. Guy doesn't even wear them. And the only thing hard about Gord is, is his receding hairline. <laughs> That <laughs> it was harsh. Oh was my good. god! Fuck, I was howling. It got me going, and I think. And then he disappears into the chat. The be- that was the best part. I think it, like everybody was so shocked. Everybody just started flooding in their responses. <laughs> Nigel s- snapped back into the weeds like the venomous snake he is. Oh yeah! And sat back and just watched the chaos erupt around him. And you know he's reading. And cackling on his on his you know couch in in St. Lou. Yeah, fuck me. man, it was crazy. We had to call the fire truck because you got fucking roasted. Well done, Nigel. That's what chirp of the week is all about. Oh man, yeah, it was good. I was laughing. That was really good. Laughing. Yeah, and it's you know what I mean. It's fucking totally true statements. So. Yeah, totally, totally. So now, um, before we get to this. Um, we're going to talk we about a about? few, we're going to go around the NFL with just yeah, a few around, stories. Around the, now, store, around the horn. I know, Gord, you have some uh, big thoughts about what's going on in Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if you're going to talk. thoughts, but. Well, you know, thoughts. some thoughts on it. Uh, you were going to talk about, uh, I don't know if you're going to touch on Bell and the Connor and Connor in the backfield or if you wanted to jump in to. Well, I just Antonio. don't think, I mean, everybody knows Bell should get paid, but the. Steelers, I don't think have ever been that organization to let the players dictate things. Never have, never will be. And they won't. Never. And so whatever, you got the whole fucking Bell thing. He's riding around on jet skis and shit, which is dope. That's what I would be probably doing too. Right. But... But I guess, you know what? Actually, people are kind of questioning that. It, it Like that whole, like, we don't... Like, their they're hard sense on Bell, we don't let the players run the show. But a lot of this shit, like... With what Antonio's been up to, he's running his own show at yeah. least, and they don't have him controlled. I think it might have. Flipped. I don't know. Like Tomlinson was such a player's coach. Yeah, and I think Tomlin. you could Tomlin, Ladanian. Yeah, easy to confuse with Tomlinson, Ladanian <laughs> LT, the fantasy god. Yeah, he's a fantasy god. Oh. But I think it switches. You know, like the, he's a player's coach, player's coach, and then. It's almost too much of a player's coach. And now these guys are dictating. But Antonio Brown's being a little fucking bitch, man. He has a shit game. And Pittsburgh's D lost the game. You can't allow over 40 points and expect to win fucking football games. And they scored 37. And Antonio didn't even catch one tutty. Ben ran one in. Yeah. Through three. Right. So... And he's and he's crying, and then somebody from outside the organization, former employee though, former employee, but yep. doesn't work there anymore, right? But says, "Yeah, go for it." Oh, he wouldn't be where he is if Ben Without wasn't throwing ben. Yep. the ball. Yep, and he's all fucking mad. Why do you care about what this guy is saying? Well, he came, his agent came out and said he he they're actually friends outside of it, not just uh, former 
people that worked for the same organization. Like, mm-hmm. they're actually buddies. So the tweet he responds with, he said, well, trade me and we'll, you'll find out. Right? So I think, you know, he claims that he's doing it between his buddies. But, like, why would you do it on Twitter? Yeah. You, you got the guy's number. Text him. Yeah. You know? Like... And then Obviously, you want the public to know. Then you don't show up to work the next day. It's it's a bit alarming. I don't really see Antonio as like he's a diva. He's a receiver, Huge of course. Diva. But like, I just don't see him doing that to Pittsburgh. You know. I, anyways, I think I think it's gonna work itself out. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just a bad bad look. Yeah, and like, okay, uh, let's talk about the Bell situation. The longer Connor looks like he's been <laughs> looking serviceable. Do you For think sure. do you do you think Le'Veon's worried at all? I don't think so. I really don't either. And that's no. the fucked up thing. Like No, because he still knows he's Le'Veon Bell. He knows he's Le'Veon Bell. So he's like, I'm willing to sacrifice one year of my career, ten months, whatever it turns out to be. Or ten weeks, sorry, not ten months. God, fucked up tonight. <laughs> I mean, we fucked up tonight. <laughs> A little bit of both. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, whatever it turns out to be. Um what the fuck was I just talking You're about? You're talking about Bell not playing. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So, anyways, he's two weeks in. Oh, that's bad for the pod. That looks makes me look dumb. But that was super baked. Um, the, longer, the longer he does it, he's losing money. Obviously, he's up to over a million bucks, right? Fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. So, I don't know. I don't know. What does Good he for care, him. Ben? The ball's on him. But, like... I think it's a little greasy. Like, I think you should want to play for your team. Yeah. Um, but, if I mean, if you... <laughs> If you're not feeling like if you're feeling like you're getting slighted, why why would you play either? Darnell Nurse and, and the Oilers right now. He's back know? in the fold. He's though. back in the fold, but he was feeling you know slighted over a couple hundred thousand bucks. Who knows how much Bell what the money is? Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. uh, like the difference, you know. It would also be really hard coming back to the room after your old oh, linemen yeah. have just uh, called you out. Called you out basically. So I don't know. For the first time, as a Cleveland fan, for the first time in fucking forever, somebody other than the Browns in the AFC North are the talk of disarray. Yeah. And it's, I, I obviously, like, don't like the Steelers. It's kind of nice. <laughs> just, like, even, like, even with us trading Josh Gordon and, you know, the whole field goal fiasco with that fucking piece of shit, Zane Gonzalez. He was who, playing hurt. Oh, fuck that shit. If you know you're fucking hurt, you talk to the goddamn coach and you say, buddy, I'm not feeling well enough. I care about this team too much. Put me on injured reserve. Sign a kicker off the street because a fucking kicker off the street, you don't need to know plays. You just got to fucking hit a ball through two big yellow sticks. It's your one job. I've got no sympathy for that. And it's not just because it was against, uh, it went against my team. I watched it happen in Minnesota too. Like you have one job. Yeah. One job. And it's fucked to think that it's so hard because look at the most accurate kickers are the fucking old dudes that don't retire. You're, you're Matt Bryant who looks yeah, like your fucking truck Adam stop Vinatieri, Joe. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri and fucking all these old kickers that just linger because Buskowski. they're yeah they're good and they don't miss. I don't know, man. Uh, I should stop talking about Zane Gonzalez. I'm gonna have a brain aneurysm. I think Anyways, what kick, I'm the kicker's important, man. Super and who did, who buddy. Did, who did Dallas just sign? A guy who played the CFL? Didn't he play for like... I don't know. Dallas? Really? Well, because Dallas let go of fucking Bailey. Yeah. 
Oh, they got some rookie. I don't know where he came from. Is that a rookie? I think Because I heard so. Sean White talking about it on the radio. Today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And he was fucking... Is. And he was complaining. He's like, man, my kick percentage is fucking 80% or something. I don't know. He was crying. Man, man that's fucked. Not having a job in the NFL. And that's fucked. Uh, just one more point of the Browns. This, this Just to show you. And obviously, if you're Dan Bailey and the Vikings come calling and the Browns come calling, you're going to go to mini. Obviously. Obviously. Super Bowl contenders. Anyways... They, they, so the Vikings signed Dan Bailey, you know, there's Cairo Santos sitting out there who has experience. There's a couple other guys sitting out there. Giorgio Tavecchio sitting out there, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're sitting out there. The Browns signed Roberto a rookie. Roberto probably sitting out there too. He, oh, Roberto can, <laughs> Roberto can sit out there until the cows come home. He, I do not want him. But they go with a rookie. They sign a yeah. rookie who's never kicked before. You know, who's to say what happens in that Pittsburgh game? A kicker, maybe we win that game. New Orleans game, we definitely get a kicker. We win that game. Mm-hmm. We're sitting 1-0-1. What a weird record. But, like, anyways. <coughs> it, anyways, I'm not talking about kickers anymore. we got to keep this pod rolling onto <laughs> other things. Sorry about that. Speaking of giving up, Vontae Davis. Gives up. Retires. Fucking quit on his team at halftime. That is crazy, man. Yeah, it's wild. You know, like, Lorenzo Alexander obviously came out. But, like, huh. Can you just imagine the scene? This of uh, the scene of the guy hearing like the crowd cheering in the third quarter, and the guy's just walking to his car in the parking lot, rolling out. I don't know. It's so it, it, like why go through training camp and then quit after week at least two? wait till the end of the game. Be like, I tell just, your coaches you can't play, fake an injury or something. I just don't get it. But whatever. it's kind of fucked. Pretty wild. Um, but speaking of that, he is playing on Buffalo, yeah, and they're getting true. fucking worked. They suck. Um, but question for you, Gord, between Buffalo and Arizona, who's the worst team overall? It should be, it should be Buffalo because Arizona, I think quietly has a couple weapons that they aren't using. Yep. Talk about it. DJ. DJ. Man, it is fucking crazy with the cards. DJ is averaging 14 touches per game. Over two games. Give them the ball. Buddy, they're offense. I mean, when you're playing from behind, you're not going to establish establish a run game. And they play from behind every single game. They're play- so you have to understand that, but dump it off to them. Uh, Sam Bradford's not going to fucking make more than a six-yard pass anyway. So just give him a little fucking outside route and see if he can go. They Yeah, it's brutal. I don't think Sam Bradford should be the fucking quarterback, man. No, that, they, should not, they should probably be playing. Their Robinson. stats from the game against the Rams are crazy. They got over the Ram. They got into the Rams zone territory once all game. Yeah. And it was on the second last play of the game when the score was 34-0. They have had eight red zone opportunities in two games. Yeah. That's so bad. Sam Bradford against the Rams threw 90 yards. 9-0. <laughs> That's it. It was fucked, man. I like, used to like Sammy G. Too. And the thing is, like, they've got Josh Rosen, that cocky fucking asshole. Josh Rosen sitting yeah, on the bench. Cocky. But whatever. If he's going to be better, fucking put him in. Yeah. Put him in, I guess. Uh, getting back to that 90 yards, the only guy with worse numbers this year was Nathan Peterman. <laughs> and now they've got fucking... And, like, he was grabbing clipboard after two quarters. Yeah. And they've got Bradford playing two full games. I just don't get it. No. But you know what? He's Sam Bradford. Something's going to happen. He's going to get it. Rosen's going to get to go in because 
He's Josh Rosen. But Christ, I think I think long term, long term, long term, it's yeah. the Cards. Yeah, I think it's them, man. Because Josh Allen didn't look that bad. Well, he's got an arm, and I don't know. The Cards, the Cards, they got to figure out that offense, man. They're a better team than what they're showing, but I just don't think they'll get it together. No. So too bad for a guy like Larry Fitz, too. Larry Fitz. Mm-hmm. It's tough break for it's tough break for him. It's tough break for guys that took David Johnson in the first round. Yeah, it's a tough break for everybody. But very I don't know. tough break for guys. There that you took go. DJ in the first round. You D- had to though. Yeah, where another podcast are telling you the Buffalo's the worst team in the league. You come to the BFB, you get the straight truth. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know what's up. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. We love. <laughs> I, I love that question and answer. Oh yeah, the Q&A was good. All right, moving along. What are we going to do? John Connor has terrible hair. Done with that topic. (laughs) What's he fucking doing? Moving along. Tampa Bay, that offense is prolific at the moment. It is. Ryan Fitzmagic. Finally, somebody jumped on him. Kel took him. Chris Godwin's still on the wire, though. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sneaky pick. Great pickup by Scott, we should mention there, taking Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that was a great pickup. But I don't think Fitz is going to go another four tutties this week. Buddy, if it okay, here's the scenario. He wins this week. Jameis comes back. Who's can't starting? Even, you can't even put him in. Can't put him in. No, I agree with you. It's gotta be Fitzpatrick all the way. I don't know. There's something about that Tampa air. Yeah. Something doing it to him. Yeah. You know? Coming out looking like Connor McGregor. Man, don't mind it. Uh fantasy, that's great fantasy across the board. Um Patrick Mahomes. Should we talk about him? Probably. Well, yeah, he fucking he's thrown ten touchdowns over the first two weeks, which is fucking insane. It's NFL record. Yep. And, and what what do we know about Patrick Mahomes <laughs> in the N40L? He sticks around on Stu's bench. Oh, keeps it toasty. Started luck. I was playing the matchups. Oh, said, playing, I was playing the, the matchups. matchups, man. Oh man, the guy throws four touchdowns his first fucking game, and you don't start him the next game. Yeah, that's a tough you break. Gotta by. start him. Tough break by Stu. I mean, hopefully he's learned his lesson, but oh well. Holy smokes, Patrick Mahomes looking good. Six against the Pittsburgh Steelers alone. Yeah. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention quickly uh, how flabbergasted, basically. I think we are, I know I am, with the uh, Miami Dolphins start to the season, leading oh, leading yeah. the AFC East yeah. at 2-0, and and how are they doing it? Because it sure ain't with Tannehill. It's on their defense. I don't defense know. Defense is playing well. Defense is playing pretty good, I and guess. And Tannehill's managing games and winning them. Gotta be honest, I don't think I've watched any Dolphins highlights this year. Fuck no. But I think, you know, from what I've seen and what I've noticed, Frank Gore ain't panning out like one would have thought. <laughs> but Kenyon Drake is looking good. He's Kenyon trending Drake's upwards. Okay, so yeah. that's that's not bad. Yeah. Probably got our buddy Jay Schmills super, super going. You know, his team 2-0. Actually, a funny stat was uh, in Sports Illustrated's preseason uh, forecast or whatever, they had the Bills going 3-13. and Really? Yeah. So, good for them. Yeah. And they've got Oakland next week. Yeah, which they, they could, could win. easily go 3 and 0. Yeah. So, props to the Finns. Uh keep it up. Um we've talked about Seattle struggles. Yeah. And I think that's about it. That's pretty much it. So, now we're going to move on. Are we going to go to uh 
I think, to uh, your boy. Gord's Grinder. Yeah, we're going to a new segment here. Yeah, this is a new Gord's segment. Gord's Grinder. It's uh, the guy who really had uh, had a real workman-like week. Yeah, and that you might want to be looking at to start in your lineup or pick up off your wire should there be a Scott Flynn in your league <laughs> that likes to drop really good players. Yeah. Hey, baby, you looking hot tonight? <laughs> who are you going with, Gord? I'm going week? with Brandon Cooks from last week, from okay. uh, week two. Seven receptions, nine targets, seven receptions, and 159 receiving yards. That is a grinder. That's a guy who didn't find the end zone, but is fucking taking the ball all the way up the goddamn field. Oh, man. And he put his fucking, put his hard hat on, grabbed his lunchbox, and he went to work that day. Oh, he went, yeah. To get that amount of yardage and not... Almost 160 yards and not find the end zone. And not find Pater. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Man. That's an Adam Thielen type day. Yeah. Right there. Hey, who who owns Brandon Cooks? (sighs) I think it's the Bones. Do the boners? Yeah, the boners. Boners, and he started him in his in uh, his matchup against he did uh, Johnny, and that's what sealed it for him. So you know what they say. All aboard! Get on the Brandon Cooks train if you got him, Stewie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a hot commodity. Keep him going. You know. Um. All right, the Gord's grinder. Now we're gonna move into another new f- <laughs> man. We are fresh. We're I love dropping this. Dropping the dropping the new segment. Yeah, not me. afraid to change it up. You know. Uh, we're going to put out our fearless forecast um, where we, uh, Gordon and I, each take two picks. Uh, we try to spread it out amongst positions. And we we uh, we forecast what's going to happen in the week to come. So this Mine week is, is week three. Zero research. I did... I did not much for it, but I, I'm sure I'm, I'm positive purely, I did more I'm than I'm purely more. rolling gut. Yeah, I definitely picks, did more than but you. But you know what? Yep. I think they're going to fucking pay off because they're simple. All right. Here Here's we go. forecast. Yeah. My first one for the QB is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. My boy. Jimmy G is playing KC, who's fucking Swiss goddamn cheese. Woo-hoo. Ben, ben threw three tutties against him last week. Phil <coughs> Rivers threw three tutties against him the week before. The thrill. Who wants more kids, the by the way? Wants more kids. Came out this week and eight said eight is not ain't enough. enough. Yeah. Um, I think I think Jimmy G's going for over 400 this, this week. Over 400. 400. Over 400 yards, three tutties, and I mm. think he's going to have a fucking good week. That's interesting. I have him in my other league. Do I start him over Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. There it is. You start anybody playing KC. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. All right. Gord with the hotness. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to wide receiver. I took that one. And I went with Allen Robinson the second of the Chicago Bears. Um, I think he's going to go off this week for 130 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he hasn't done much so far this season, but I love the matchup against Arizona. And Chicago is rolling. Their defense is giving the offense energy. They're giving them time to rest. It's it's great. I just Mitch, don't trust Mitch. You know what? I, I, have to, I have to counteract that. I think Mitch Mitch is good. If you want to talk about, and I know you do, you like your little white gunslingers. But you know what's also good? Is a, is a little white game manager. <laughs> and I will take a little white game manager for uh, the value of my receivers. Yeah. Maybe I'm not starting him as a game manager, but no. he, you know he takes care of the ball, or has so far, 
and he'll find he'll find Robinson soon. And they've got too many weapons on offense that are that are a little too too quiet for my yeah, liking at the moment. Trey Burton, you know, he's got off to a little bit of a slow start. I think they got to use him more. They got to use him a little bit more. Taylor Gabriel, you haven't heard a lot from, and he's also on the roster. Former Brown, Brown's <laughs> legend, um, and and then of course they've got uh, that uh, rookie that they drafted, Anthony Miller. So. I, I just think Allen Robinson is the guy. They signed him for a reason. They're going to find him, and I think this is the week. Um, All right. Gord, you want to tackle Rob? Yeah, so I got my TE, my fearless forecast for the tight end. I think O.J. Howard's going off. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't mind that pick, man. They play Pittsburgh. Kelsey went off for over 102 TDs against him last week. Um, Fitzpatrick's slinging the ball just as well, not quite just as well as Mahomes. Obviously, he doesn't have the tight count, but he threw over for four hundred fucking week two. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he's going to stand out. I think he's going over hundred yards. I think he's going one hundred two yards and a touchdown. So I think what you're telling me is you are a believer in Fitz Magic happening one more week. Can I get an amen? <laughs> is that true? I am. I am. Ah, I am. That's I, what think, I, thought. I think Pittsburgh's a little bit disheveled right okay. now, and I think they're going to go in there, and I think they're going to. I think they're going to win. Nice. Okay. Don't mind that pick at all. OJ Howard also broke off a seventy-five yard run last week. Yeah. So a lot of his yards didn't it. come from one yard run, but yeah, I think he's. Gonna but you know what was interesting? They so the NFL every uh, midweek they release highlight videos, obviously from the previous week, and one of them was the fastest. Um, fastest uh, accumulated speed on a play from that week. And O.J. Howard's 75-yard run was the third fastest uh, by a t- by any player in the league. Stats. And as a tight end, it's crazy. Yeah, that's You know who was number one? Antonio Callaway on that bomb from Tyron before <laughs> yeah. fucking Zane Gonzalez shattered my heart. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about it anymore, that fucking piece of shit. Anyways, moving on. Keeping it positive. Keeping yeah. it light. Keeping it light. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah. I have the running back, and I kind of mentioned him a little bit earlier in the pod. As as I said, I haven't been watching many of this team's games. They are they are a favorite of uh, some fans out there. Um, I'm going to say that Kenyon Drake is going to go off this week. For our fins, and uh, Johnny's gonna love it wearing his brand new Kiku Alonso jersey because they're playing the Oakland defense. Oh yeah, I like that matchup. I feel like he is uh, slowly winning the carries battle against Frank Gore, much to my dismay, but it was bound to happen. He's a younger, quicker uh, version <laughs> Frank of is, Frank Gore. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> younger, this, quicker version of Frank Gore. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Right, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's more of a hunch pick. I'm kind of taking the uh, hard hat route per se. Yeah, that Work team's guy. playing well. They've got a chance to go to three and zero. Surprise a lot of people in their div. A lot of people in the league. I think he's going to go for 152 yards and at least one house call. 152 total yards. Rushing. Rushing? Rushing. Oh, you think he's blasting off that? I think he's going to pop off this week. All right. Rushing. I hope so. Hey, it's not fearless if it ain't, if, or, uh, (laughs) you know, it ain't a forecast if it ain't fearless. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and like always, let us know what you guys think of these segments. We'll keep what you like. We'll cut what you don't want to fucking hear. Um, let's just, do you want to just quickly review the matchups? 
Yeah, we could just do the matchups real fast. Sure, I'm down with that. So, in the upside of the week, I have to say, uh, Scotch, uh, you got to find a better name than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. came out of the gate hard and fast and beat the defending champion, Cat Guys, by a score of 106 to 70. Uh, Just fucking handed him his lunch. You know, I fucking loved it. And I think everybody in the league loved it. Scotty, we're with you. We're with you, buddy. We're, we're pumped that you did it. Uh, old man, uh, father time didn't touch Marshawn with 12 points for you. That savvy pickup of Deshaun Jackson. Mm. No matter how silly. Real savvy pickup. No matter how silly that Freeman drop was. <laughs> went off for you for 22 points. You're also aided by Kellen getting negative one from his defense. Thanks, Baltimore. That's what you get for trusting the fucking Ravens, Kel. Odell, and my boy, only gave him 51 yards. That's sucks. true. And Carlson, the Minnesota kicker, obviously <laughs> sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so there was there was the upset of the week. Uh, our next matchup was between Andrew, on My Wayward Son, against John Coleman Beer Coolers. And again, much to the delight of the league, I think we enjoyed watching John go 0-2. Yeah, big time. Uh, you know, it's always nice to beat an Autobot. Or maybe he's a Decepticon. I don't really get it. He did grab a kicker, though. I was surprised. I didn't think he was. Yeah. Unfortunate for him, his kicker got hurt pregame. Greg the Leg Zerline. You know he's a pod favorite. Yeah. Uh, Got hurt. So hopefully he's okay, but obviously got John nothing. He had a big game from Juju, but he couldn't counteract uh, Andrew and his, his Minnesota connection. Well, really, only Stefan Diggs doing yeah, it for him. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. The D only got him three points. Um, but he won. Yeah, and Cam got him 32. Well done. So Andy moves to... 1-1. 1-1. John, 0-2. Oh, and, oh, and then Cat Guy, what's Cat, is Kellen 1-1? One and, one? and Scott is 1-1. One one. Okay, there you go. Yeah. In the next matchup, we had Shane and Julio Think You Are I Am taking on Breezy Tata. Taught me. Breezy Tata. Still kind of a terrible name, Breezy Tata. <laughs> Who knows? Still one of the best... Uh, Logos in the league, just oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Rob Ryan looking so so derpy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he beat Breezy Shane. Tommy squeak, squeak squeaker. Out. Yeah, he really squeaked it out. Shane almost roared back with a big night from the Chicago defense, who got him seventeen, but he needed a little bit more. Uh, Chris won that one, one hundred six to one hundred three. Uh, yeah, big weeks from a lot of their players. Melvin Gordon looked excellent for Shane. As well as Aguilar coming back. And like we said, that defense. Kelsey obviously popped off against Pittsburgh for Chris. Yeah. Uh, Kamara was solid with 11, you know, and Evans chipped him with 12. You know, he kind of gets it done across the board. Everybody's in double digits on his team, you know, just a solidly built out. team. Grinding and he's got uh, Matt Breida, the bread man, sitting on the bench. Yeah. Uh, didn't even need him. So uh, that was that matchup. Moving on, Nigel. And the Howard Johnson Inns took on the Curls for Girls. Terrible name. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But Watson Watson had a great fucking game. Yeah. Hopkins had a good game. AJ Green got it started off for him. AJ Green started off on Thursday. Todd Gurley with another three. So, yeah, obviously you fucking won. Yeah. So, good week. Nigel got to 100 points. We're proud of you. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Next matchup. Yeah, we had the Boners taking on the Valley View Vices. Uh, oh, yeah. Stu, a.k.a. Guru, a.k.a. Thick Soup, uh, coming out on victorious at 102 to 89. 
This was a big. <laughs> this was a big week because not only did they did they have a bet on themselves. They had a bet on us. They had too. a bet on our matchup. Yes. Uh, so Gamblers. Stu won twenty bucks off of his own matchup, based off the strength of Brandon Cooks. That my the boy, hot boy of the week, the hot boy, and uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, well, Johnny had a decent, decent showing from Garoppolo. Didn't look outstanding. Goff got more points on his bench. And then, obviously, the featured matchup of the week, the fucking Battle Royale, you know, the muck and grind. Oh, yeah. The Northside Connection. Yeah. Tell the folks, what was it? Well, I beat you, Maddie. Yeah. We played, and I won. Yeah. It was t- fucking tight. So it was real tight. It was tight. It was a battle till the end. You know, like we were, it was, it was real close. Trey Burton. Trey Burton fucking got a little shovel pass. Fittingly, a shovel pass beats the Beverly Blazers. That's because, you know, we work hard. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm obviously not going to lie. Extremely disappointed. As you chirped me before you even won, uh, 2-0 looks much better than 1-1. One and, one, and I tend to agree. <laughs> I didn't want to acknowledge that. But Yeah. You're sitting it at does. two and zero, oh and I'm sitting it at one does. and one. Two and zero, oh yeah. looks a lot better than one. Yeah, so that that one, not gonna, not gonna lie, uh, hurt. But you know what? I'll get you. Uh, we play each other one more time, and yeah. I, I can guarantee my team will come to play that night. Well, they came to play that day too. Yeah, but you know what? Not enough. Give a little. You would have beat like almost everybody else in the fucking league except for me and I think one other guy. That's true. Okay. So, so moving on, uh, we we touched on it briefly, but my God, Kellen. Yeah, you stink. What fucking happened? You are one pathetic loser. Like, Jesus. Did you break 70? Just. I don't know. What did he get? Just. Man. 70-94. Like, props to Scott, but Kel, I think your team is fucked. Like, you, obviously, you do too. It's been two weeks, and he's already down to what, like sixty-two bucks or sixty-eight bucks. Like he's low. He's dropping money because he's panicky. He yeah, he's spent in panic mode. Twenty bucks on Jared Cook. <laughs> yeah, that is lots. crazy, man. It's has crazy. one big week and he goes off on the hand. Yeah, and you know what? That was after week one. Like I, I don't know. Kel's feeling it. I don't know if he's he's feeling a frazzled the, with the move down to Houston. He's feeling the heat, man. He's feeling the heat down in Houston for sure. Yeah, he's sweating. I would be too. He went twenty on Jared Cook, ten on Randall Cobb, and then dropped two on Tyrod, who he just dropped. <laughs> Let's yeah. we we gotta say and he it. Still didn't pick up Sam Darnold. No, still didn't pick up Sam Darnold. I we gotta say it. It's it's declared the um, the cat guy and his franchise are in shambles. Oh and yeah! And I think the only other team that is willing to blow up their roster at this point is uh, the Valley View Vices. Yeah, and, and their GM Johnny Schmiller. So perhaps this pod can bring you two together and if, make a trade. Make a trade. Spice Switch things up. up. Keep the league going. Kellen likes trading. He loves it. But Usually up to this me. point, Kellen. Your week two performance was weak. Your team is weak. You need to step it up or else you're going to get roasted week <laughs> after week. All right. Moving on. 
Gordo and I are going to name our studs and duds of the week. Still looking for ideas. John gave us a decent one. He said, what about the, what was it? Steaks and mashed potatoes. Oh, that was his second one. That (laughs) one was brutal. (laughs) Steak and mashed potatoes. I think it was stems and buds. Stems and buds. Stems and buds. Stems and buds isn't bad, but we're still looking for submissions. Uh, Sems and Buds might, well, it's in the lead because it's got nothing. Yeah. He's got steak and mashed potatoes to, comp- <laughs> to compete against, but. Yeah, quick duds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the duds, I think. You're going to hit the duds. Uh, first dud, wide receiver Antonio Brown. What happened there, Gordo? He had a shit week. He had like 56 yards. Okay. And I mean, yeah, he's getting double covered. Yeah, he's doing this. Yeah, he's doing that. And I'm not only saying he's a dud because he had a bad game, but for the fucking, the whole aftermath, you know? Yeah. And crying on Twitter and fucking blah, blah, blah. So he's my number one dud. Okay. Number two dud is your boy, George Kittle on the San Fran. My boy. I love George Kittle, man. He's a... (laughs) Decent player. No. What's well, wrong? he's not bad. Well, tell me. Tell me why. I know he had a bad week last week. What? As, as for tight ends last week, 22 yards. Who is he playing? I'd have to check. Oh, your gut can't tell you that, hey? Gut can't tell me that. Fuck sakes. Let me tell you. Let me look San Fran played Detroit? I should be able to. Yes, that's who they played. They played San Detroit Fran played last Detroit. Week. So. Yeah. And Detroit you know, got sliced up by the Jets. No, Detroit's known for their... You know, we know it. I know it. They're known for their defense. And it's just a tough matchup. He's my second dud. (laughs) My third dud from the QB position is Andy Luck. (coughs) And he had not a bad game. Two two touchdowns, 180 yards, but also two interceptions. And the reason really he's my bigger dud is because Stu started him. Instead of Patrick Mahomes. And that, to me, is fucking insanity. After you watch a guy throw four tutties, have a fucking great game, and then you sit him over the matchups. Oh, man. Guy trusts his matchups all the time. I thought Pittsburgh was supposed to have a Yeah, did he mention it was the second week in a row he sat Pat Mahomes? (laughs) (laughs) Did we touch on that? (laughs) Two sets. Two sets. (laughs) Ten touchdowns sitting on his bench. Oh, man. Tough one. Who knows? He mentioned in the hockey locker room that he thinks maybe he's shown him enough to to earn a start. Yeah, I think he's earned So we'll see what, what happens with that. But that's the three duds for the week. But, man, that is, I don't know. That one was a pretty weird move by Stu. Nothing we can say. All right. Moving on. I get to pick the studs of last week. And I'm proud to say it was it was hard to say. I, I, I wanted to find a theme for this for this studs edition. So yeah, this theme's week theme's coming through. Theme's coming through. You know, I'm a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've said too much. Shit. Fuck. I wish I knew how to delete on this fucking program. Anyways. Can't edit it. Oh, whatever. You guys know. <clears throat> Regardless. Uh, you know I love my themes. That's that's how I do things. Um, so this week's theme for studs is bench edition. <laughs> and this is the studs that people didn't play. 
Uh, so for quarterback, obviously I looked at Mahomes, but I knew Gordo was going to give Stu his medicine, so it all worked out in the end. Um, so I didn't touch him. And then there was, who was the other quarterback that popped off? Oh, it was Kirk Cousins on Gordon's bench. 38 points. I know my boy Phil is going to go off. Last week, mentioned it in the pod. How'd that work out? It didn't work out. Jesus. My Huncho did not work out because they just got up and then they obviously stopped throwing it. Yeah, stopped throwing it. So I could have gone that way. But you know what? I didn't. Uh, We like to keep things fresh. My... Stud on the bench this week at quarterback was none other than Matt Ryan. Keeping Nigel's bench toasty warm. Toasty warm. 33 points sitting there. He looked good. Vastly different from week one. And if he keeps it up, he's got weapons. Oh, yeah. Julio. Calvin Ridley. Mohamed Sanu Sr. You know? Devonta Freeman when he Devonta comes Freeman back. Comes Scott's back. Tevin Coleman. Not good enough for Scott's team, though. No. And Tevin Coleman, you know, he's got a few things. Austin Hooper. I like Matt Ryan in the long term. I think he's got him in his lineup going into week three. Smart play by Nigel. Obviously, he regrets that fuck up. Yeah, big time. Speaking of uh, regrets, I don't know if there's a lot with this guy, but at running back, I picked Matt Breida. Uh, Chris, is, Chris picked him up. He got 25 for him on his bench. Chris snuck out the win. Yeah, maybe maybe he would have liked to start Brita to give him a little bit of breathing room. Yeah, but at the same time, taking Brita, who knew? Like you didn't know what you were getting. Was Alfred Morris still going to be the guy? But Brita went off. Good to know now, uh, and it just makes his team that was deep already that even much better. deeper. That so, much better. you know, kind of a blessing uh, bench addition uh, stud mm-hmm. for you. And um, <clears throat> wide receiver. Um, sorry, guys, I'm battling a bit of a cold. <clears throat> Pretty hazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the cold though, why I'm coughing. Um, my wide receiver stud on bench edition is your boy, Chris Hogan, New England Patriot. <laughs> 16.2 points on Gordon Dick's bench. <laughs> I needed got two it. duds on the bench this he week. He didn't need it. Luckily for him, he scraped by oh, beating, my, beating my team. Clawed my way back. Uh, but you know what? I got Carson Wentz coming. I got Mark Ingram coming. <laughs> I ain't stressing. No, he's not, not worried. worried. He's not worried. I no. fucking would be. Though. But Chris Hogan, you know, obviously he had a shitty week one, so it scared you a bit. <laughs> but now he popped off. <laughs> he's back, baby. He's, he's back. He's back. Chris so Hogan's back. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> that's about it. Is that it? I don't know. Let's we got see what's studs up. and duds. Oh, yeah, I did that shit. All right. And then that's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. We got to oh. do it. Yeah, man. We got to do it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It'll it'll get the guys going. Gordon wasn't sure if this should have been a segment in the uh, in the pod, but I think it's a nice way to end it. And, you know, judging by the questions our, our listeners sent in, our buddies sent in, they like to ask us things not related to football, you know? That's true. So this is a nice little this treat for them. This is a little treat for the boys. It, I want to recap something. Yeah, and it gives my uh, my uh, throat a little bit of a, of a break. Yeah. But we're introducing story time, and this week Gord gets to handle it, so I'm going to let him take it away. This is about the time that all the boys went to Calgary, and we just both died on the highway. Little pretense, going to an Oiler-Calgary uh, Flames game down in Calgary. At the Dome. All the boys decide to rent a minivan, Dodge Caravan. It was nice. Smart idea, actually. That was a great fucking idea. 
Dentist chair on meals. Dentist chairs. I decide to drink two bottles of rosé. Stewie decides to drink two forties. Hey, Scott, did you hear that? Two forties. Two forties. And uh, so whatever, you know, we're partying all night, all fucking night. And um, that night, you know, we don't go to bed really at all. <laughs> no, didn't sleep. Had a great night, but the next morning... We were up the latest. Yeah, Matt and I were by far up the latest. Chris had about 12 hours of fucking sleep. Yeah. And uh, next day, nobody wants to fucking drive. Nobody wants to drive. They don't care. They don't care about how fucked up Matt and I got, but no, you know what? Gord decides to drive. Gord takes the wheel. Takes the wheel. And might so, as well have been Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so does <laughs> Jesus. And we're casually, casually driving down... The QE2 And uh, Stewie the co-pilot Thank god Sulking in the front Sulking Didn't say a fucking word the whole time Didn't talk to anybody And I'm bad for distracted driving But this time I'm casually reaching for Or no I'm putting The water bottle Down Into Okay Into the door panel In Gord's right hand Is his phone (laughs) In Gord's left hand Is a cigarette lit (laughs) Out with, the window. With, with a bottle of water he's drinking. He goes to set it down to the left. And you continue. And and Stu fucking gives me the whoa or something like that. Car swerves into our lane. Gord has to hammer left. Instant reaction. <laughs> Instant reaction. Not even looking up. Just hard left. Hard left. Everybody's sleeping in the back like fucking pussies. Gord Straightens are out on the icy highway, and you know what, Chris? This one's directed at you. Should have been you driving, buddy. But you're the best driver in the crew, man. True. That was an unreal... As as somebody that was in the car, it was fucked. It was real close. Yeah, we just it about died. It could have gone bad. But, but yeah. Oh, well. Thanks Gord for story time. Gord to the rescue. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> I, I didn't mind that it. segment one bit. That's about um, it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh... Like we said, uh, we're trying new things all the time. So if you guys have ideas, fire us. We're really open to suggestions. And um, yeah. That's about it. Episode three. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week. And uh, we'll hit you up then. Thanks for tuning in.